So welcome everyone. I thought in honour of Mother's Day I would give you all a little treat and you could hear from some of our previous podcast guests again and some of our upcoming ones. I went out to them with a simple request of tell me about a time where you think that you play the dad role as well as the mum. So just getting a few little reflections from people in honour of Mother's Day of what it's really like being a solo mum by choice. So I guess for me the times when I'm playing I guess the dad role that I didn't really expect one of them would be the fact of weekend swimming lessons. So I am the always the only mum in the pool. It seems to be a real dad thing to do. It's probably giving the mums at home a break and the dads come with their kids for swimming lessons. So I'm the only girl. Would be nice if there were some hot dad bods I had to look at or something like that, but oh well. The other one is obviously I just built a cubby house as well. Traditionally, that would probably be a dad role to do, but I painted, I built, I did everything for that. I'm also a big lover of flat back furniture and I've always done that sort of thing myself. My dad was really into that, so I learned from a young age how to uh, have the confidence to do that sort of thing. I've always owned a drill and a screwdriver set and a hammer. And another one that I had recently that kind of surprised me is that I went to the pub with a couple with a couple of couples from daycare. So they brought their two boys with them, um, and it was two couples, and the mum sat down and had a wine and I thought yay I'm going to get to know them a little bit better and the kids went off and played and the dads were the one that watched the kids obviously I didn't have anyone to be the dad so I ended up hanging out with the dads watching Lexi rather than hanging out with the mums getting to know them better but I guess that's just what life is when there's only one of you you have to be both roles and any of us that have been on this journey are already pretty awesome and can take that in our stride So I'll hand it over to let's start with Carly and how she's feeling being both roles or both parents. So I'm on team no sleep because last night little miss was up every 20 minutes with what I hope is just teething. So this morning I'm feeling a little bit dusty but I'm also feeling proud because we made it. I made it through what felt like a never-ending night Um, There was no one to tag team, there was no one to take turns with and pass her off to, Um, and we did it. And there's been rough nights before with all the other kids, and there will be rough nights again, and I'll continue to make it. And it's just one of those little moments that reminds me of how strong and capable I am, and, you know, how potentially I I am taking on the role of two parents, um, in one and yeah there are some times where it feels a little challenging but I tell you what the pride um and this the resilience you know all these things that pop up that that make you think actually do you know what uh we're doing this and we're kicking butt so I I'm I'm very proud of our little unit you know I take on well everything (laughs) if uh flat pack furniture needs to be built well, it's going to be me. Um, you know, if it's trips to the hospital, which happens too frequently here, well, then it's on me to organise not only the sick child, but siblings as well. Um, you know, there is no switch off, but the payoff is worth it. We are a thriving little unit and the love is well, it makes everything worthwhile, even if I'm on team no sleep. 
Hi, I'm uh, Lorianne, the mom of Chloe. She just turned 18 months old. Um, so I'm a solo mom by choice um, with her. Um, and when do I see myself as the father? Um, recently, we moved in an apartment and in the wardrobe there was a rod where I put all my clothes and I'm very girly and I have a lot of, of clothes and when I put them and hang them in the wardrobe in the middle of the night the road um, broke so all my clothes fell down um, at the bottom of the wardrobe so um, the next thing you know is next day we went to Bunnings and I felt very weird to be in the alley for looking for a new rod and the things to cut the rod and um, the suspension to put the rods on um, but next thing you know then Chloe was uh, napping and I did it myself um, I had assistance from my dad who he's overseas in France and it just helped me to um, at distance cut the rod with the small um, cutting rod tool that I bought at Bunnings so but I felt very very proud to put this new rod um, in place um, and I just like I just realized yeah I can do anything so um, we also go to the swimming pool on Sundays um, it's often mixed people so they can be moms and dads so um and I love water so I always saw myself being in the swimming pools with her so that was not um a different thing that I would have imagined um and the other thing is when we go for a walk without the pram or without anything and she got tired I put her on my shoulders um and so this is something that I always imagine my potential husband or um, a guy in my life to be with the potential children that we would have had um, so this is something I envisioned and doing it myself I just um, it's kind of a reminder every time I put her on my shoulders that this is her and me forever and yeah I think it's a uh, it's just a good moment that when she's on my shoulder. Here it is. Here is my experience. And uh, happy Mother's Day to all of you. Bye. This is Fiona. I have a daughter, Sienna, who is four and a half, and she is double donor conceived. I am pretty proud of the fact that since having Sienna... We have started camping. Um, I never really camped before, but decided during my pregnancy that camping would be a great experience, a great adventure. Um, we won't be able to afford big holidays, so um, stocking up on camping gear and being able to go away for weekends to explore um, sounded great. So I'm really proud of the fact that we've started doing that and that I'm really stepping outside of my comfort zone, um, buying tents, putting up tents, um, sleeping in camp beds. So it's, for me, I would see that if I had a partner, um, 
he would be in charge of all the camping things and the camping gear um, and be the expert in putting up the tent and packing the car and those traditional things. So I'm really proud of the fact that I'm the one doing it and that um, the car is always... Everything fits into the car and... I've never left anything behind, um, and so far we've had some fantastic adventures. I feel out of place or in the minority um, sometimes at weekend sport. Uh, we've got swimming on a Saturday and Auskick on a Sunday, and there's a mixture of mums and dads that go along to both, but especially to Auskick, it's normally the dads. Um, I am not a sporty person, um, and so, but I really want to encourage Sienna to develop these skills and in, um, enjoy sports. And so, going along to Auskick on a Saturday morning, um, there are other mums, and which is great, uh, but definitely turning up and sometimes being the only mum there at the start can be uh, a bit daunting for me, um, especially since I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, but I'm there for my daughter and I'm there for her to see that not having a dad or, um, is never a reason for her not to do something or give something a go and that I will always be there championing her, um, her on and being her cheerleader and supporting in uh, whatever skills she'd like to learn. I guess for us, since we know no other way, me being both roles um, is just the way it is. Um, it might be a bit different when she goes to primary school next year and we have more regular contact with other local families. Daycare, you really only get to see parents as they run in and out um, and occasionally at a kid's birthday party. But I can see that at primary school, we, I might run into more awkward situations or I might feel a bit awkward um, or feel that weight of playing both roles. Um, I sometimes see on social media other families going to daddy and daughter dances and things like that and I feel really uncomfortable about that concept um, and but also feel... Um, that it could put us in an awkward situation. So it's, it's yeah, just I could be overthinking it, which I have a tendency to do. Um, so far I've not had that experience. Everyone's been fantastic, but I'm just apprehensive about some parts of the socialisation of families um, at primary school. Hi, I'm Lisa and I am mum to my son, Teddy, who is three years old. Um, I think in terms of there's anything I'm proud of, um, maybe not traditionally done by a man, but I think I'm just proud that I'm able to support both of us, um, like physically, financially and emotionally. Um, I'm not very handy, <laughs> so I haven't built anything. Um, but yeah, I think I'm just most proud of the fact that I've taken on both roles and that three years later, we're still here um, and that we're still doing okay. Um, 
I think in terms of thoughts or reflections on both roles, um, I guess to me, I probably would say that I've never parented with someone else. So it's probably a little bit hard to, to comment on that. Um, so I don't really, I suppose you could say, know any different. Um, I think it's really awesome um, and, and amazing to be able to do both the roles. Um, I think for me, I don't really see myself as a, a father, I guess, figure, so to speak. Um, like I don't celebrate Father's Day for myself, um, although at my son's daycare, they do always um, make me something <laughs> for Father's Day uh, from, from Teddy. Um, but I think this maybe just because I mean, it's a good thing that I, I haven't parented with someone else, so I don't really know any different, and this is, this is all I know. Um, so just take each day um, as it comes and just, yeah, be really proud every day of, of everything that we have achieved. My name is Rachel and I am the mother of Arlo, who is 19 months old. I think that being a solo mum makes me a much better mother than I would have been if I was in a relationship. Arlo has never seen me have an argument with anyone. He's never been on the receiving end of me being tense or agitated because I've had an argument with someone. I haven't actually had an argument with another human being um, since I was pregnant uh, at all. Not once. Um, I've had many internal arguments, <laughs> but I can resolve those quickly because in the end, I always win. And although that is special, my most special thing with Arlo that I think most people have with a man, with their, with their dad, is bath time. Bath time seems to be something that a lot of men take on because they're at work. So when they come home, they do bath time. But you know what? They just got home. They're tired. They might have had a, a bad day. So there's a lot of stuff going on there. Plus, they don't really know necessarily what the kid's been up to that day. Um, and they don't spend as much time with the child. On the other hand, I spend so much time with my son, even when I'm working almost full time. And so I, I'm the person who woke him up that morning. I know how much sleep he got overnight. Never does that not happen. And... I know what he ate at childcare or what he ate with me. I know, you know, what he was like when I dropped him off, when I picked him up or how he was at the park that day or whatever. I know it all. There's no one relaying it to me um, secondhand from a secondhand source. You know, it's not like my, my partner is picking him up from childcare, getting the information from childcare and then passing it on to me. It's all just direct to me. So... I feel like when we get to bath time, I can read that kid. I know whether I've got time to have a shower and um, wash my hair and shave my legs while he's having the best bath of his life. Or I know that, you know, tonight I should just hold off on my shower because he needs me to play some games with him in the bath. Do you know? And it's such a special time. I've only missed a few baths, bedtime baths, um, in his entire life. And 
In the beginning, it was more just about providing structure and routine. And now I see it is this wonderful bonding time where there is no one else. It's just me and him. And I know how the day went so I can pitch my uh, response to him, you know, my behavior with him in that bath perfectly. And it's such a wonderful time because, yeah, I'm looking forward to my alone time that's going to come shortly after that bath. So I'm in a good mood. And, you know, it's a cathartic, relieving experience. And he's, he's usually just so happy, even if he's had a bad day, because I'm able to dedicate my time to him in that bath, whether it's for two minutes or 20 minutes. And sometimes it's 45 minutes because he's having such a good time. It's just a lovely time of day that I think sometimes people say to me, oh, it's, you know, it must be so hard because you have to do that. And yeah, okay. On one hand, it is hard, I guess, because I all the all the work falls to me. But on the other hand, I don't think that other people are having the magic experiences of bath time that I'm getting almost every night. It's such a symbiotic, beautiful, connected time, like sitting down and having a wine with someone who's your best friend and being able to reflect on the day and reading them and knowing whether it's a chatty night or a board game night or a TV night. That's how I feel when we have this bedtime bath. And I think that's, as he gets older, something that I'm going to miss that, that time where it's just us, no other interactions with anyone else. And it's how we end our day together. And yeah, it's the best part of being a solo mum. I'm Christina and I'm a solo mum to Eliza who's now nine and a half months old and sleeping in the car next to me so if she wakes up, apologies. Um, I laughed when I got the email from Alicia about being part of this because I have been pretty fiercely independent my whole life and done most things myself. Actually, there's nothing that I would ask somebody else to do that I wouldn't give it a, give a go. So. Um, for me, when I got pregnant and I asked my brother to build Eliza's cot, that was actually quite a big change for me and an acceptance that, oh my gosh, I might actually need some help. But it was more just because I was so pregnant and over it that I, the thought of having to get on my hands and knees and use a drill and move was just too hard. Um, but that being said, there have been lots of times on this journey when mum has said to me, why don't you get, insert male relative's name here to build that thing or pick it up or do that for you and it makes me particularly cranky and I even more determined to do it myself except for the one time that I needed help with the cot um, and I did one day say to mum when something had happened in the house and I said to her I managed to get myself pregnant pretty sure I can do this one myself uh, that pretty quickly put an end to mum suggesting that anyone help me do anything ever again and so we've moved on um, there are times, though, in life where, and particularly I'm noticing it now, where um, people are a little bit surprised that you're on your own. And um, swimming on the swimming on Saturdays is absolutely um, the time that I notice it the most. When we were swimming during the week, all the mums were there, but now I'm swimming on the weekends because we're back at work. I'm back at work. It's all the dads in the class and. Not just at that class, but in general, people will say things like, oh, Eliza's dad must be tall or, um, you know, well, gosh, she looks like you, dad didn't get a look in or, or whatever. And I make a point of saying at that time, no, it's just Eliza and I, and Eliza was conceived using donor sperm. And I I used to just say it was Eliza and I, and um, 
you get that look of like, oh, sorry. So I thought I would add Eliza was conceived using donor sperm, which makes people even more freaked out. Um, and they kind of stop and go, oh. And so some people, you can you can see it. It's ticking over in their brain and other people just kind of want to walk away from it. But I thought it was important to add um, Eliza was conceived using donor sperm, not to freak people out, although it is entertaining, but more because I want to make sure that people are aware that there are more than one, there's more than one way to create a family. And a family is not exclusively built with a mum, a dad and a baby. And there's so many different things that make a family unique. And for us, it's about being built on love. And that can happen in so many different ways. It doesn't need to have a mum, a dad. It could have two mums or two dads or one dad or or some other variant in between. Um, so... Yeah, I've now decided it's my mini mission to try and educate the people that I come into contact with. And I'm not going to lie, I do get a little bit of enjoyment from people kind of going, oh, oh, sorry, I don't know. Oh. Uh, so that's probably my entertainment as part of this. But yeah, I just I just want to make sure that when the next person says or somebody else says, you know, I don't have a dad or a there is no dad in, in the picture, that it's not necessarily a bad thing and it's not looked on with pity, um, but it's looked on with awe and excitement and, and full of possibility of what could be. So that's my little take. Thank you. Hi, I'm Jessie and I have my beautiful 11-month-old Joni who was conceived um, using donor sperm through IVF. Uh, I've had relationships in the past, but... I've spent more time being single than in a relationship, so having a baby on my own wasn't what I planned for, but now that that's the path that I've chosen, it just seems so normal and natural for me, and thinking about having to share her with someone or have someone else, you know, make decisions and just... um seems really strange to me uh, just the two of us is just perfect so I think that if I was you know in a relationship with a with a child or children and then, then that relationship broke down I think that would be a, a, a massive adjustment you know if you were used to being in a partnership with someone and then they'll no longer there I think that would be really tough to adjust to that but for me um it's just the way it is and has been from the beginning so I'm just used to being super independent and doing everything on my own and you know I rely on I rely on family and friends to feel that you know need so for me it's yeah it's worked out ideally things may change in the future um you know, when she gets older and questions about why she doesn't have a dad and I'll seek um, advice and counselling on how to deal with that but it's something that I just want to be very... something that she's just grown up with and always known. So, um, yeah, I certainly didn't need Prince Charming. Don't miss Prince Charming. If he happens to come along in the future, then that's great. But um, all my dreams have already come true with my little journey. And yeah, she's all I need. So 
That's great. Hi, I'm Amy. I have two little people. Charlie's just over four and Molly is just over six months old now. Um, something that I'm super proud of that I would say would typically be a male thing. Um, we have a love of camping in my family and I've been camping ever since I was little with my mum and dad. And I had this awesome tent that I loved, but it was a three-person job to put it up. And I just could not do that by myself. And I didn't want Charlie and Molly to miss out on all the fun of camping and the adventures. So I purchased a little caravan and I have learned how to hitch the caravan. Um, I've to I towed the caravan, which was a big step because I've never towed anything before. I can set it up on my own when we get to wherever we're going. Charlie can help now that he's a little bit older um, and we get to enjoy all the fun of the outdoors, all the camping fun. Uh, we cook our meals, we take what we need uh, we just have an absolute ball and, um, yeah, haven't let that stop me that there's no male to help. And we've met so many like-minded uh, solo mums that do the same thing. Uh, a lot of them in tents, some of them are in caravans as well. Um, and we, we all just get out together, support each other, uh, have lots of fun. And my next big challenge is to learn how to reverse the caravan uh, i'm super lucky that it's very light so if i don't happen to get it in the right spot i can actually push it into place because it is super light um, which i also do when i get home i reverse as much close to the garage as i can and then i end up pushing it the rest of the way because i'm not very good at reversing yet but that's my next challenge well thank you for listening to our special little bonus episode I hope you enjoyed hearing from some of our previous guests and getting a little sneak peek into some of the guests that we have to come. I hope whether you have babies of your own, you have angel babies, you have fur babies, you have a baby on the way, or you just dream of babies, I hope you find a beautiful way to celebrate you for being you on Mother's Day. I'm Alicia and this is the No Need for Prince Charming podcast, bringing you stories of Australian solo mums who created their own happy ending. If you like what you heard, please follow or subscribe to make sure you don't miss out on future episodes and leave a like, a review or share with your friends to help others find it easier. Bye for now.